It's time for the weekly rapture alert where breaking news and Bible prophecy collide. For tonight, Tuesday, September 27th, 2022, not all roads lead to heaven. Plus, we'll be answering a lot of viewer and listener questions from our record-breaking, most viewed, most listened to program ever from this past Saturday, all tonight on The Last Christian Radio Show. Welcome to The Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed right before our very eyes and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and as always, I'm joined there in the Dallas area uh, by uh, Brother T.L. Terry Farley. And Terry, we have got a jam-packed show, but I've got a surprise for everybody. And that is that for the first time, The Last Christian Radio Show is one hour in duration. Uh, I will tell you that there are some um, some of the stations that are not picking up the second half. So uh, if you are interested in the, the second half of the of the show, we'll tell you how to get there. Believe me. Uh, but Terry, um, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get everything to work. I also want to uh, thank everybody for the great show that we had this past Saturday. We had over six thousand views on that, Terry. Uh, the station is blowing wow. up. I mean, this show is getting big. People are paying attention because I believe that people are beginning to understand that things are happening that have never happened before. What, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a fulfillment of prophecy. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming that uh, people need to fasten their seatbelts because it's going to get rocky. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you know, I'm uh, actually, we had, uh, I think it was something like, 50 plus comments that came in on YouTube. Now, I'm gonna I'm going to try really hard to make this point, and I'm I'm trying I'm I'm trying to choose my words very very carefully. I don't know people's heart, Terry. I don't know people's heart. Amen. Uh, I don't know if people are asking me legitimate questions, or if they're trying to poke holes in the Bible or if they're trying to use their own personal opinion, or if they're trying to cherry-pick the Bible to fit their opinion, I don't know. Some of these questions, um, you know, could be interpreted in any way. All I'm going to try to do is give it some kind of a biblical backing. Um, I'm also going to point to your book, um, Blast Off for PMR, which is in its fifth edition, because what Terry's done for 40 years is research the rapture of the church. I think he probably knows more about the rapture of the church in that one twinkle of an eye moment than anybody on the face of the earth today. And I say that because of the fact, I dare any of you, I challenge you to find another book on the market anywhere that is simply on that twinkle of an eye moment. Yeah, you're gonna find a lot of books that are about uh, what happens before the rapture. You're gonna find a ton of books that tells you about what happens after the rapture of the church. But I challenge you, find another book other than Blast Off Repeal in its fifth edition that talks about the exact twinkle of an eye moment, that millisecond. Find me. Find me another <laughs> book. Okay? Because I've challenged people to do it for months, and nobody has come up with that yet. So until somebody does, Terry, you got the only one. Go with it. Tell me about Blast Off or PMOR because trust me, trust me, we're going to get into it tonight. But we're going to answer your questions. Uh, but we got a lot more than that going on. So anyway, first up, this is the first time I've ever done it right off the top. But tell us about Blast Off or PMOR right now. Well, uh, the reason people write uh, books about the rapture the, uh, leading up to it is because the Bible prophesies a lot of different things. But somewhere back, and I haven't researched this point, and if somebody wants to do that for me, I'd love to hear it. 
uh, certainly I'll try to get to it if I if I have time. It's all time is always the question, but uh, no one has actually ever uh, figured out um, just exactly when it's going to happen. No one knows, right? Uh, and uh, and no one knows what's going to happen immediately afterwards. And there are lots of books that talk about all of these things. The only thing that uh, most people that study the rapture agree with is that uh, it's it's actually it's just um, an event that is going to happen uh, so fast that it cannot be described. Uh, You can use all of the information that's available in the heavens, uh, but it can't be described. I mentioned to to Joel before uh, the program began uh, that I I realized once I began to write it, the first edition, second edition, I didn't know there was going to be a second edition. Uh, And, of course, once there was a second, it became obvious there would very, if time permitted, there would be a third, and there was. Uh, there would be a fourth, and there was, and there would be a fifth, and there was. And I surprised Joel today by telling him I've already started on the sixth edition, <laughs> and I'm not in a hurry. I'm not trying to rush it. You're uh, not going to make it, Terry. It's well, not going to happen. You, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you right now that your sixth edition is never going to come out. You know why I tell you that? Yeah. Because the rapture is going like to happen that. before you can write it. I mean, I, I am I am convinced, I am convinced there's too much going on, and that's really what the last Christian radio show is all about, trying to find that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture, and there's just too much going on in the world right now. I know it takes you time to write, but it doesn't take the Lord but that long to... Um, to call yep. us out of here, Amen. and you know, I've, I've been in a, I've been in debates with people on YouTube today. You know, that don't want to believe that the rapture is going to happen, or they they want to believe no. that um, you know the tribulation is going to come, and then Christ is going to rapture the church after the great tribulation. I got people telling me there's not going to be a tribulation. I mean, uh, like I said, I don't know people's heart. That's where I let off let this off. But, um, you know, I think people are trying to poke holes in it because maybe they got ulterior motives. Maybe they don't want people reading the Bible. I'm not saying that's a fact. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know uh, where people's heart is on that. But anyway, I want to get into some of this and, um, and, and you know, try to get us going. And one of the things, um, Terry, that, that we have talked about, I don't know, a lot is the fact that the Israeli oil situation, um, you know, they found they found enough oil and gas in Israel to supply the world for decades, if not centuries. Nobody will buy it directly from Israel, at least not in the uh, Arabian countries, the Muslim countries, and that type of thing, because they just don't want to do anything that might help Israel. They, they would rather live in the Ice Age than buy from Israel, right? I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, Israel can help them. Now, what people may not know is that there is a gas pipeline that goes uh, from Russia to Europe, and somebody sabotaged it. You know, they were talking about how they were going to, uh, to cut Europe off, basically, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they threaten them. You know, they, they say, okay, we, we will do this if you, don't, if you don't remove those sanctions that are against us. Well, somebody, and not Russia, not Russia now, somebody went in and sabotaged the, the, the uh, pipeline to where they can't supply oil to, to Europe even if they want to. It's turned off 100%, and it's too dangerous to turn it back on because they have to take divers to get down there to fix it. And until they can do that, Europe has no gas, no oil coming in from from Russia. Russia's not making any money on it anymore. So now, okay, if they can't make money from their own oil and gas, don't you think that they're going to want some oil and gas? Don't you think that they're going to want to be able to supply it? And Israel's got it. And what did God tell us about a hook and a jaw? You want to talk about that a little bit, Terry? Because this is pretty major, if you ask me. 
Well, uh, Ezekiel 38 reveals uh, that God is actually going to instigate uh, this next battle that's going to come, the probably the last major battle conflict that's going to come. And it's it, it, Armageddon is actually a series of battles uh, under the umbrella of one war. But uh, going back to your question, Joel, um, God himself says he's going to put a hook in the jaw of Russia. Long story short, we won't go into all the translations right now, but he's going to put a hook in their jaw. He's going to force them. Uh, and and I, it would seem even against their own will and against their own better judgment, he's going to put a hook in their jaw and cause them to go down to Israel to destroy it. Right. One of the reasons he's telling this is he's going to protect Israel. Well, you <laughs> know, show his power. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's an important point that people need to understand is that this has all been prophesied. It was prophesied three thousand years ago, basically, uh, by the prophet Ezekiel. And what Ezekiel writes, and and we'll put this up in the second half of the show tonight. I'm actually going to show uh, the scripture from Ezekiel 38. And uh, what what Ezekiel teaches is that there will be a group of nations that will be led by Russia. It will include primarily the Islamic nations. Uh, there's Iran is involved, Turkey, believe it or not, NATO, Turkey is involved in this. Um, and China is involved in this. Uh, and they will attack Israel from the north, south, east, and west. Okay, it's going to, and nobody's going to come to their aid. To their aid, the United States included. The United States is not going to help Israel. Nobody's going to help them. Israel is going to feel as if they have no hope. The world is going to think Israel has no hope, and all these forces are going to attack again from the north, south, east, and west. And guess what? God himself is going to stop them. Amen. He's going to crush them. He's going to defeat Amen. them. Okay? It's, I mean, that it's all in Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. We'll get to that in the second half of the show uh, tonight, along with those viewer questions that, that I was talking about. Also, um, you know, guys, you've got to understand here that everybody's got uh, some scripture that they want to quote. You know, I get a lot of I got a, I get a lot of cherry picked scripture from YouTube people. You know, okay, I know I know everything about it because I call myself something like uh, you know read Revelation. Yeah, I got like ten followers and I got no videos up, but I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen on your stuff. You know, I'm going to comment on your page with stuff that's only you know it's cherry picked that is not consistent, that doesn't understand Genesis, uh, it doesn't understand Proverbs, it doesn't understand Isaiah, it doesn't understand Matthew, it doesn't understand Ezekiel, you know, but I'm going to nitpick, you know, I'm going to cherry pick. Well, we don't cherry pick. We tell you exactly what's going on. And I, again, I'm going to refer back to your book one more time, Terry, because in your book, you go to Genesis. You start you know, I mean, you find uh, mention here in Genesis, 1,350 scriptures, people. I want to know how many of you guys can come up with 1,350 scriptures. And I want you to do it, and I want you to use 25 different Bible versions and make sure it all adds up, okay? I want you to provide me all the references. Now, look, I'm not trying to sell Terry's book, but I'm telling you that within that book, he's going to lead you to the scriptures that you need to prove the points that we try to make here on the Last Christian Radio Show. Terry, we got a lot of people writing in, but believe it or not, I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm getting views, and I'm just going to list a couple of them, okay? We're getting views from yeah. the U Ukraine. We're getting views wow. from Iran. We're getting views from Jeez. Israel. Praise the Lord. We're, we're hearing Amen. from people in North Korea. I, yeah, you heard that right. North Korea. Wow. And do you know why I know it's getting into North Korea? Because there's a person in South Korea that receives the broadcast. And guess what they do with it? 
They put it on shortwave radio that can't be cut out in North Korea, and they're getting the message in North Korea. Oh, praise the Lord. That's, okay, so, that's beautiful. you know, there's a lot going on, and I want you guys to understand, we are not about trying to sell the last Christian radio show. We're not about trying to get fame for J.D. Williams or T.L. Farley. We're not trying to sell Terry's book. Well, Terry might be, but we're not trying to sell Terry's book. <laughs> Okay, what we are trying to do is invite people to please understand that you have this one time opportunity. You only get one shot at it, just like there That's is right. a last play in any football game. You know, the quarterback drops back, he throws a pass, it's win or lose right now. Just like that, there is going to be that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. And when that person prays that prayer, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I know Jesus Christ died for me on the cross. I know he was entombed for three days. I know he rose again. I know he was seen by hundreds of people. I know he promised he would be back to get his church from the earth before the great tribulation. And yes, there is a great tribulation. I know he's coming back. I believe in you and I will follow you all the remaining days of my life in Jesus' name. And the second he says in Jesus' name, he's going to be looking Jesus in the face along with all of us living and dead. Amen. And Amen. after that, if you are still here, you've got to go part through at least part of the Great Tribulation. I'll say it again. You've got to go through at least part of the Great Tribulation. Yes, there is a tribulation. Yes, there is. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to deal with it. Okay, saying so you don't want to have to deal with it, and all you've got to do is accept Jesus Christ before it happens. It's really that simple. Okay, so I don't know, Terry. I'm I'm trying I'm trying my very best to make this as you're doing great, man. You're doing simple, great as simple as I yeah. possibly can. You know. Uh, just yeah, because you yeah. don't believe it doesn't mean it's going to happen. And listen, I'm, gonna, uh, yeah. I'm also going to, I'm, I promised somebody on YouTube I'd do this. Mid-trib mid -trib is a fantasy. If you believe in mid-trib, think about it for a second. If you know the exact day and the exact hour that the tribulation starts, then can't you calculate three and a half years and wouldn't you be able to pick out the exact day and the exact hour? that the rapture would occur? And isn't it clear in the Bible that only God knows when the rapture will occur? Amen. So that disqualifies Amen. a mid-trib. If you truly believe in that, read your Bible, figure it out. Okay, Amen. now then, for you guys that believe in the post-trib, you know, the tribulation happens and all these horrible things happen on the earth. It, I mean, it's absolutely horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible for seven full years. And then Jesus comes back with his church, all of us, and he speaks. And it's over. He speaks. Amen. And it's over. Amen. Okay, now Amen. it's over. Remember? Amen. It's over, remember? Amen. Now now he's going to rapture his church. He's going to grab them up to heaven, and he's going to reverse bungee jump them and throw them right back down. Tell me uh -huh. that makes any sense whatsoever. That disqualifies yeah. the post-trip. Ain't going to happen, people. The only mm -hmm. true answer is the pre-tribulation or the pre-tribulation rapture. That is the only mm -hmm. realistic thing. And Terry, Amen. you wrote Amen. about it. And again, mm -hmm. people go take a look at Blast Off for PMR, I promise you. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, let, me, let me jump in there just go a right, Go right ahead. I'm all fired up. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I know it, and you're doing great. I'm going to come in behind you. Uh, but anyway, uh, listen, let's look at some ideas here that we need to think about. First of all, uh, one of the reasons that, that the Lord moved me to write uh, about the rapture was so that I could get an idea myself. And as he began to help me put things together, and this is, I'm talking over 45 years of this, as he began to get me to put things together, I began to realize there was a need for a book. So uh, a rapture, just one final warning. So I wrote a book called When Now Becomes Too Late. And uh, it's a very short book. Uh, I had an aunt, she was a BVM nun. And she was an incredible scholar, and she read it, and she said, well, and, and I'm not involved with Roman Catholicism at this time, and so I don't want to mislead anybody. But she read it, and she said it was uh, short, uh, it was concise, uh, 
but it was it was powerful it was right and uh so that encouraged me but i was going to change the title because i used the title for uh two and a half three years as i was writing the book even though it's short i was doing a lot of study and lo and behold i decided i was going to change the title because it was too in your face too pushy and the title is when now becomes too late i went to uh, corpus christi with my family to the beach to pray about it and lo and behold nothing happened i went in the last day to the lobby and 9-11 was on uh uh was in on the tvs taking place right at that moment and i had gone there to pray about changing the title when now becomes too late while i was watching the towers go down well that inspired me to go on and to read, uh, to write, uh, eventually, uh, blast off Rapiamor. Rapiamor being the word, the Latin term Jerome used in the fourth century uh, for uh, the Greek word harpazo, and and uh, Rapiamor is the word he used. It's our phrase in the Greek, uh, from the Greek to the English, uh, caught up in First Thessalonians 4:17. And I even hear uh, great scholars, and they'll use Latin words, and, well, this is the word for rapture, and they always miss it. But the rapiamor is the exact verbatim word that he used. But anyway, I told Joel before the show started, when I began reading the writing I was doing on uh, Blastoff, I realized I wasn't writing this. There are things in there that are so clear and, and so well put and, uh, you know, I'm just, a, you might listen to me and read the book and say, well, this guy didn't even write this. Kind of <laughs> like Paul. He said his, yeah, Paul said his speech was contemptible. And so some people were saying, well, he didn't really write this book because it's uh, the New Testament uh, passages that he was involved in because he was, his speech was contemptible and so forth. But he said, I'll tell you what, to one group, I think it's in Corinthians, he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to come and I'm going to speak to you like I write. And you're going to find out, you know, that I did write these things. But like I said, I want to emphasize it was God who uh, really uh, moved me. And, and, and it, because the time is running out, folks, and no matter how excited or crazy you get, we've got to take each day at a time. Amen. And, and the days and the, and the hours can drag. Come on, get an amen in there. And, you know, the hour, they can drag. And it's like, is this day ever going to get over? People began to challenge me and say, all you're trying to do is sell your book. I'm going to tell you something. That crushed me. God called me to preach over almost 50 years ago, and then he called me almost immediately into missions. And uh, I've been doing mission work <laughs> all my life, and I'm going to tell you something. It don't pay. Right. <laughs> mission right. work. Yeah. You know, now, God, God took care of me all the way through. He's provided beautifully for me. But uh, there's no money in missions if you're going in for, you know, don't, you know, unless you want to be anyway. But I'm going to leave that alone. But the point is, is people began to attack me about uh, selling the book. And I was crushed. And I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, I need help because I just I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. And he took me to Proverbs. He took me to his word, which was written thousands of years ago. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 26. And listen to what it says. He that withholds corn, he that withholds corn, people shall curse him. Yeah. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Yeah. That's the authorized King James. Yeah. It says that God's going to bless and people are going to bless somebody that says, and so all I've done is to make this book available. Right. It's not going to do you any good sitting on the shelf if you don't take avail the availability and look at it and read it and study it. And it's going to take you on, out beyond anything you've read because it's dealing with the very moment of the rapture. And, and this I, is I what wanted, I wanted, yeah, yeah, I want to jump in jump now in, because, um, you know, we have spent basically the whole first half of this edition of the last Christian radio show talking about blast off repeal more and I'm not again I'm not doing that to try and and sell Terry's but but instead to let everybody know we see what's going on in the world right now we see it it's really really clear okay 
Yeah. Um, if you look back 10 years, there is no way that you're going to see the, the countries that have already aligned themselves together. You, you're not going to see that. People would have laughed at it because yeah. a lot of yeah. these countries didn't even like each other 10 years ago. And now they're coming together yeah. as a coalition, just like the Bible yeah. said would happen 3,000 yes. years ago. And it's for the Amen. first time. Yeah. It's for the first time ever. Yes. Okay? Yes. For the first time ever, Israel has something that the world desperately needs. And that is oil and gas. That's energy. That is how we power our homes. That's how we power our cars. Imagine right now, all the power goes off and you don't have any running water. Imagine that because it's coming. Okay. Imagine it because it's coming. That's right. Now, that's right. we see it all coming together. And that's the reason that we kind of went into the blast off repeal more thing today because Terry outlines all this stuff, okay, telling you the rapture's here. This is this is what we were looking for. This is we're looking for the last Christian, that last person to accept Jesus Christ, and we're giving you all the information that you would ever need to understand what's going on. Now, in the second half of this show today, we're actually going to have. Amir Tesfarte, and we're going to also bring in the Watchman newscast with a couple of reports of what is really going on in the world right now. The complete cutoff of gas to Europe from Russia, the fact that Russia can do nothing about it at all, nothing, okay? They've got no control anymore. It was taken away. We'll tell you why. Now, when we expose all this stuff, you begin to see that hook in the jaw that is spoken of in Ezekiel 38. You begin to see why that coalition is going to come together. You're going to see why you can now expect an attack from the north, south, east, and west on the state of Israel. And, you know, the United States is not in the Bible, Terry. And, you know, somebody asked me about that, too. And the United States is not in yeah. the Bible. Now, that either means that the United States is really weak. And by the way, we don't have enough armament right now to defend ourselves. Did you know that? We don't. We send it all yeah. to the Ukraine. Okay? So yeah. we, can't, we can't defend ourselves. And there's a lot more. And we're going to talk about it. I promise you that we're going to talk about it in the second half of the last Christian radio show. And that's going to be coming up here in just a minute. So for those of you watching us on Evangelism Radio, uh, that's it for tonight. But uh, for those of you watching us everywhere else, including YouTube, we'll be back in just a minute. The other day, I was wondering how we'll pay the bills under growing inflation. Dear Lord, I prayed, where's the money going to come from? Then I had a flashback. When we moved from South Africa to the UK, I was unable to find a job for 11 months. Those were tough days. I remember opening the post one day. In a blue envelope from South Africa, I found a short handwritten note from my friend Andrew. Dudley, we had leftover cash from our recent trip to the UK, so I've sent it to you. 20 pounds fell out on my lap. My faith returned. As I prayed, I was rehearsing the goodness of God. The word rehearse comes from rehear. Rehearsing or rehearing the times that God has met your needs will enable you to develop a habit of trusting Him to do it again and again and again. God tracking is rehearsing the goodness of God. I'm Dudley Anderson. Love to hear from you. Write to me by email dudley at surereality.net. KRRB Revelation Radio broadcasts to all 50 U.S. states and more than 160 countries around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We offer the perfect platform for you to host your very own radio show locally, nationally, or to a worldwide audience. And if you're a podcaster or social media content creator, upgrade your productions to digital radio and explode your listening audience. Gain new subscribers, be invited on other podcaster radio shows as a guest, or find guests 
guests for your productions. No matter your topic or genre, if it's suitable for all audiences and age groups, you're invited to join the Revelation Radio family. We know you'll love the results, but to make sure radio is for you, your first 90 days are absolutely free without any obligation or hidden fees. For more information or to get started today, visit www.revelationradio.net or email us at info at revelationradio.net today. Here's the latest from the KRRB Newsroom. This is the latest news headlines in 60 seconds with Alan Edwards. A gunman opened fire in a school in central Russia on Monday, killing 15 people and wounding 24 others. Ian was forecast to hit the western tip of Cuba as a major hurricane and then become even a stronger Category 4 with top winds of 140 miles per hour. The U.S. is seeing evidence that Russia is struggling in its invasion of Ukraine and has warned Moscow that there would be catastrophic consequences if it were to use nuclear weapons in its war against Kyiv. Authorities in New Jersey said at least two people were killed amid multiple crashes at a pop-up car rally in Wildwood. The student rower who was injured after an apparent lightning strike on Florida last week has died, becoming the second fatality stemming from a weather-related incident. The group said it wouldn't provide further information or comments. That's the latest headlines in 60 seconds. I'm Alan Edwards. Okay, well, that was about as smooth as sandpaper, but uh, keep in mind, that's the first time we've ever tried to do it as well. I do want to welcome everybody back uh, for the uh, second half of the uh, last Christian radio show. And again, now we have, we have a lot. We, we really do. And, you know, I tease it in the first half. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to start off with it right away, uh, Terry. Uh, Amir Tersvarte uh, is an Israeli uh, Jewish Christian, okay? And uh, he, he has been reporting things that are going on over there. And I'm, I'm just going to play it, and then I'm going to get your response to it, okay? Here's Amir Tersvarte. The Russian Ministry of Defense, uh, in, his, in its procu- procurement um, department, you know, the purchasing department, just, just now, in the last few days, posted a, a, some sort of a, a bid to purchase iodine pills. Iodine pills is something you take in case of nuclear attack to be protected from the um, <clears throat> radiation. They just said that this bid is up until September 30, which means we are purchasing now something and the bid will close. Now, September 30th is when Putin is expected to give a speech in the Russian parliament where we believe he will announce the annexation of Lugansk and Donetsk People's Republics, the separatists. And add to that Zaporizhia and also Kherson added two other uh, uh, provinces in Ukraine. All in all, a landmass of 20% of Ukraine's total total um, um, landmass. Now, a week ago, I, I gave a, a breaking news. Just a week ago, when I arrived in Nashville, breaking news from the Nashville airport, where I said that there's going to be referendums. He's going to annex those places. He is going to draft hundreds of thousands, if not a million, for the first time since World War II. And this has come true. There has been Mm -hmm. 300,000 at the moment, 300,000 that have been called up for the Russian army, okay? So they're ready, okay? They are more than ready. And so we can expect things to, to happen really quickly, but, but here's the deal. You don't buy pills to prevent an illness or prevent you know, the radiation illness if you don't expect the, the radiation illness to hit. And how else is it gonna hit than the use of nuclear weapons? Answer that one for me, Terry. Yeah, you got them, boy. You got them on the square, there they are. It's, yeah. you know, that's, that's it. 
it, it's, you don't buy ammunition unless you're going hunting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's it's truly, truly, truly unbelievable. Okay, but there's more. You know how they're doing um, in Iran. Um, there was a lady that didn't wear her head start her beekeeper outfit yeah. correctly, right? So good job. And, yeah. And, yeah. Now, by the way, we have people in Iran that are listening to this, and I want you guys to know yeah. there's hope. Okay, there's hope. Amen. All you, and and your your hope is Jesus Christ. Please, please Amen. turn to Jesus. Okay, but here's what's going on right now in Iran. And this is another signal of things to come. Listen to this. Does this make Iran's proxies bolder? Hezbollah and Hamas, do they try, in particular, do they try to distract the world's attention from what's going on in the streets of Iran, their, their patron, the Iranian regime, what's happening there? And do they provoke something with Israel to, again, deflect the world's attention? We're in the high holidays right now, the Jewish high holidays, as I mentioned at the top. Hamas has been threatening Israel, threatening Jerusalem uh, during this holiday season. Secondly, of course, Hezbollah, as we've reported here in the newscast, threatening Israel over that Karish natural gas field and threatening war and saying they have their missiles locked on that gas field. Well, Israel is ready to start excavating natural gas from that installation in the Mediterranean off Israel's coast. Could Hezbollah make a move again? deflecting attention from the regime in Iran, it is a possibility. Folks, we are watching all of this very, very closely. Uh, pray for the people of Iran right now. They are up against it right now. They have lived under the jackboot of the Iranian regime for 43 years right uh, since the 1979 Iranian Revolution. There's also a growing church in Iran, the fastest growing church in the world. The Christian population there is growing rapidly. Keep all of this in prayer. They really need it right now. Yes, they do. They really do need it right yeah. now. Yeah, amen. Um, uh, amen. You know, it, it's impressive that the church over there is growing. While here in the United States, the number of people that are going to church is dropping. The number of people that believe in God is dropping. The, uh, the the schools are teaching people that all you know you can you can pick your own sex um, yeah. you, know, you can do whatever you want don't worry about it um, you know, it's 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 coming together where the United States as I started to say in, in the first half of the program the United States is either going to be weakened to the point that it doesn't matter anymore or it's going to choose, and in my opinion, President Biden would choose to just stamp his foot, jump up and down, scream and holler, oh, you can't do that to Israel. We will, we'll, we're gonna put sanctions on you. Well, how's that sanctions thing working out so far? Okay, in, in other words, you know, you could, he talks a big game when, when somebody's mm -hmm. able to write him a script that he can read properly, okay? And, you know, yeah. and yeah, I'm saying that, I'm saying that that, that we, we have a president right now who doesn't think for himself. I don't know who writes his yeah. lines, but it's not Joe Biden. Maybe it's Jill Biden. I don't know. But he's not doing it because he doesn't have the cognitive ability to do it. You know, he has to be told yeah. what door to go in, what door to go out, when to stand up, when to sit down. You know, uh, I think we went over it in a previous show where he went to the Queen's funeral and he had a, he had a piece of paper in his pocket. And he pulled it out and put it down yeah. on the condolences book and then read it and wrote it and read it and wrote it and read it and wrote it. You know, I, he looked like a complete fool on the world stage. We have a vice president who the only thing that she's capable of doing is cackling. We have a yeah. uh, we have a uh, speaker of the house right now. And I'm beginning to question her cognitive abilities, too. She's second in line. If Biden drops out and Kamala Harris drops out, then she's next up. We have all this COVID stuff um, still going on, you know, people still wearing masks and taking shots when, uh, you know, the, the, the shots. And again, I'm a member of the U.S. Press Association, people. I can say this. I have an opinion, okay? I can, ha I can state an opinion as a news person that it's guinea Amen. pig city. It's guinea pig city yeah. if you're taking one of those shots. They're untested. They haven't yeah. gone through the yeah. normal testing. They're making you the test. 
Okay, and, and yeah, that's that's, that's just right. that's just a fact. Okay. Yeah. Now, I promised that we we're going to get to a couple of questions, and we will. And this is one of those, um, Terry, and I don't know how much to give this. I don't know how much credence to give it. I think just a couple of comments will be fine, really. Um, because I think, again, that, that this person is more interested maybe in me looking at their YouTube channel when they got no videos on it for me to look at. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. anyway, uh, some, some of the uh, questions that we've received, and I'm just going to show you this, and we'll, we'll go through it real quick, and you can comment however you want to. This is the first question. Oh, now, this listener asks that we answer these questions while providing his own answers. So I'll let you know, or, or Terry, you can comment on as to whether or not these are even valid, okay? What did the Messiah teach about the end of the world? Now, he's, he answers with Matthew 3, 24 and 30, and again in verses 37 and 43. He says it's easy and true. But the, um, the Messiah and the Bible itself talked about a lot of, uh, of different things leading to uh, the end of the world, did it not? I mean, I know Matthew 24 is full of it. So is Ezekiel 38. So is Isaiah 17. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to cherry pick. So what, what do you think? Uh, well, here's a problem here, Matthew 3, and I wanted to confirm this. Uh, it only has 17 verses. Right. Right. Yeah. And he says, Matthew 3, 24 through 30. I think he's just got his numbers mixed up. Yeah. Um, Jesus certainly did talk about it uh, extensively in Matthew 24, in Luke 21, uh, and so forth. There are many places. So, so, yes, Jesus did confirm there's going to be an end of the world. He did confirm. And by the way, the tribulation is not the total end. But that's another subject. Right. Anyway. Exactly. Right. Okay. And then number two, he said, when did the Messiah say he would raise us up that believe in him? Okay. That's a wheelhouse for you question, uh, Terry. I mean, yeah, it's that's really, First Thessalonians. That's... Sure. First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, beginning in verse 13 uh, through 18 is where Jesus says that the uh, dead in Christ, or Paul says uh, of Jesus is calling us out, uh, the dead in Christ are going to rise first, and then we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up with them uh, instantly, uh, ever to be with the Lord. And then he says, comfort one another with these words. So the teaching of the rapture is supposed to be a comfort to us. It's supposed to actually give us strength. Right. Exactly. And then how do we verify Scripture? Now, that's a wide open question. Um, you know, and you verify Scripture by reading the Bible, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, that's it's really exactly. it's, it's really that simple. You can't get it down to Matthew 18, 16 and Second Corinthians 13, 1. That's what I call cherry picking. You're pulling two scriptures out of 66 books and telling us that that's how we verify scripture. So I'm not even going to I'm not even going to justify that question with an answer. Uh, then what does our Lord say about adding opinion as the gospel? Well, okay, he's got an answer here Deuteronomy 4:2, uh, 12:32 and Revelation 22:18 and 19 and I'm going to interject right here. There's a huge difference between what you call opinion and what the Bible would call interpretation. I don't think that anyone is prohibited and I mean anyone, is prohibited from having an opinion. And anytime that we are on this show and we say something that we do not back up with Scripture, we are always clear. This is an opinion. I don't have a Scripture for it. That's allowed. People can have opinions yeah. on anything they want. As far as interpretation, there is no personal interpretation of the Bible. Don't try to say that Terry and I do that. We never have, and we never will. We will express our personal opinion on things occasionally, and we will make it very clear that we are expressing an opinion. But as far as a personal interpretation, if you can ever find where we have interpreted the Bible personally, send it to me, because you ain't going to find it. Your comments. Oh, very helpful. Yeah. A very helpful axiom uh, that uh, we were taught in Bible school, where the Scripture speaks, speak. 
Right. Where the scripture is silent, remain the, silent. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You, uh, you know, and, and that is what we have done. I almost, almost ran the Iranian thing again there. I don't know why, but I almost did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but right. anyway, um, we don't interpret the Bible. We never have. We will yeah, express no. a personal opinion on some. For instance, my personal opinion that Terry's book, his sixth edition, is not going to come out because the rapture is going to happen before that. <laughs> I don't have scripture to back that up. I don't know when God's going to say that to you. I have no idea. The only thing I can tell you is that there's going to be a last person to accept Christ before the rapture. That's a fact. Amen. I don't, I don't need Amen. verification. I know Amen. that's a fact. Okay, Amen. it has to Amen. happen. Just no, there, there's Amen. absolutely no question to that. Amen. Okay, now here's mm -hmm. the second set of, of questions. Let's take a look at them. Okay, when do the dead rise? And Scripture tells us we that remain alive follow them. When? Well, the dead okay. rise as soon as... Okay, go go, go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. I, I don't well, I was just going to say first... No, 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 no problem. Uh, first of all, there are, I want to say, do, Dr. John Walvoord listed seven different resurrections mm -hmm. in the Bible, mm -hmm. and there may even be more. Right. Uh, so there are lots of resurrections. You've got to be specific. Which one are you talking about? Now, you did mention following Jesus. That would probably be back in the verse we just quoted in First Thessalonians 4, chapter 17. The dead in right. Christ are going to rise first, right. and then we who remain are going to be caught up with them. That's probably what, you know, that's as close as... And we can get on that particular point. Right. And, and I think, I, I really think that that's probably what what they were trying to get at, trying to get an exact answer to that. Yeah. So I don't know if we're confirming their position or if they have a, yeah. a different one. I, I really don't know. But uh, anyway, let, let's go ahead and look at a couple of the others here. Um, Paul tells us that we must face judgment. When is judgment? And I'm going to let you comment, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just start this off. Which judgment are you talking about? You know, are, are you talking are you talking about the Bema Seat or are you talking about mm -hmm. the Great White Throne of Judgment? Because there are two, mm -hmm. and there's two different groups that go to each one. So, uh, what what's your Amen. view on that, Terry? No, you nailed it, Joel. Uh, the Bema is actually a uh, 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 for rewards. So, in other words, if you did good, you're going to get gold, silver, precious stone. Uh, so forth. Uh, and if you didn't do good as a Christian now, this is only for Christians. Right. Uh, you're going to get, if it's wood, hay, and stubble, uh, well, you're going to be saved. But Paul says you're going to be saved as by fire. So you're going to make it. It's going to be by the skin of your teeth. And, of course, <laughs> then there is the great white throne judgment. Yeah, and, and the great uh, white throne is the one that you don't want no part of, you know. You know, we, we're going to be witnesses to it, yeah. uh, we we Christians, but it's going to be for all the people that have not accepted Jesus uh, uh, that, that are going to be judged by their works and where they're going to be placed in hell. Right. But that's you the know, short end of the story. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of people that think that everybody goes before the great white throne of judgment. And no, they don't. You know, there's two different two different groups. There's, yeah. the, there's the participants. Amen. And there's the audience, okay? And, and going going back to your last Christian, there are people who believe. I just talked to one on the on the internet the other day who was under the impression that everybody goes to heaven, and yeah. I had to help him understand you yeah. must be born again. Yeah. If you're not born again, uh, then you you're not going until you accept Jesus. That young man or woman, whoever it is that's going to be the last Christian, is going to repent. They're going to turn to Jesus, right. ask Him to forgive them of their sins. They're going to be saved, and we're out of here. Yeah, you know, I, that brings me to another YouTube thing, and then we'll get back to this question. But there there yeah. there, there was also um, there was also a lady that that wrote me, and I I don't remember exactly the way it was written but she was basically saying you know oh, well I've, I've been I've been walking with God my whole life you know and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this other thing and you know uh, that's you know that that's all that can be expected it's by works it's by what you do yeah. and the Bible is very very clear on that that no one mm -hmm. no one uh, can go to heaven 
by works. That's not how it works. Uh, the only... Ephesians, Go ahead. Yeah. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of ourselves. That faith is not something we work up in us. It's something God bestows on us. How? We ask him for it. He gives it to us. By grace are we saved through faith, and that not of ourselves. Faith is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Right. Lest anyone should boast. In other words, you can't say, oh, God, look at all the stuff I did for you. <laughs> you know, that it, That's Amen. not how it works. You have actually got to say, in Jesus' name, that you are asking God yes. for the forgiveness of your sins. If you're over in yes. Iran right now, you know, all you've got to do, you, you don't, don't worry about your government. Don't even give it a thought. Yes. Go into a quiet Amen. room somewhere, close the door, and ask him for forgiveness of your sins. Tell him that you know Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that he rose again, that he's with the Father now and he's coming back. Tell him, please, Father, just forgive me. Just forgive me. I mean, and really, you know, that's it's really that simple because it's a gift. You can't buy it. You, yeah. you know, that's the point. Amen. You cannot buy salvation. Amen. You can't buy it. Amen. So, you know, and Amen. everybody wants to try to put something else on it, and it's it's just not there. You know, no. the, the the Bible is very very clear. Okay, so let Amen. let's get let let's get back to this guy's questions again. Okay. So I'm taking a look. Yeah. At the, let's take a look at the next one. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. this one I told you, Terry, in pre-show, and we didn't have enough time to discuss it. Uh, when is the yeah. last trump? There is no eighth trumpet. We know that. Use scripture and tell me when is the last trumpet. Well, I don't know if we if we have time to dig out the scripture for you. Maybe Terry knows it right off the top of his head. I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's Numbers, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I can. I take correction very well, uh, but Numbers. I think it's 23 where it introduces, where God introduces the trumpet, and uh, and He's talking about the. Um, uh, the uses of it and the first trumpet blast was to to get the people's attention uh, and then there was the second trumpet blast uh, and that was to bring them to the tent of meeting to the former which would become the tabernacle that's that and then the third trump is for them to move out yeah. that's the last trump is the third trump mm -hmm. that's what Paul is talking about because he was talking to Jews and they all knew about the trumpets, and they all had them. They had them all numbered. And I'm giving you the short end. If you want a lot of details, which you should want, they're in my book. Or, or you can go straight to the Bible and start there. Yeah. And just look up trumpets and so forth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, you know, we could easily get into cherry picking the Bible and pick this one little scripture out and say, "Oh, that's yes. your answer." But that's not how it works. That is just not how no. it works. You've got to read the Bible from Genesis through, and let me make that point again, because a lot of people read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and then Revelation scares the daylights yeah. out of them and they don't read that one. Um, but yeah. you've got to well, read the Bible from Genesis through Revelation to get all the points. And, you know, Terry brought up Blast Off for PMR again, and that's fine, but, you know, you can actually go there, and he kind of puts it in, you know, today's language, you know, 21st century language instead of uh, 3,000 years sure, ago. Sure, and you can, yeah, and you can cut to the chase. Anybody that's listening can cut to the chase and go to the last chapter of Revelation, chapter 22, uh, and I think it's verse 20. In fact, it three times in right. the last chapter, uh, Jesus says, "Behold, I come quickly." So right. what he's doing, you learn, you've learned all this stuff. Now he's putting it on the map and he's putting it center stage, right. and he's saying. Remember, the main point for you is that I'm coming quickly. There's nothing that has to happen before I shout. That's, that's, the, important, he, now, that's the important point right there, that there's nothing else that has to happen. It's done. Okay? Yeah. And that's the reason that we put so much emphasis on what's going on in Russia and what's going on in the Ukraine. You know, uh, yeah. what, what's, uh, all the natural gas, the hook in the jaw. And uh, yeah. real quick, I'll, I'm going to give the last question, and then I'm going to actually go to Ezekiel 38. I think we've got time to get it in, just barely. Okay. All right. But, go but, ahead. Um, here we go. Last, the last trial on these on these questions. How many times does our Lord return? 
Well, okay, here's my interpretation and I'll give it to Terry. And I shouldn't have said a yeah. interpretation because I'm not yeah. interpreting. I want to make it clear. Yeah. Um, make it clear I'm not interpreting the Bible. I'm going by the Bible, what the Bible says. Is yes. that uh, the Lord is going to come back sort of at the time of the rapture. I say sort of because the he's, he's going to shout for his church, gather them, take them away from the uh, tribulation to come. The next time is the actual, what I would call the actual return of Jesus Christ. That is at the conclusion of the tribulation. It hasn't ended yet, but we're, we're at the conclusion of the tribulation period. Jesus Christ and all of us who believe in him, his church, we all come back at the same time. God speaks and says, that's it, Satan, you're done. And that is the second coming of Jesus Christ. What's your interpretation or your opinion or whatever you want? I'm, this guy's got me so frustrated yeah, with no, interpretations I, and opinions yeah. I could. Oh, that's what stump. happens. People will do that. Don't, don't <laughs> let them do that. Uh, Revelation, Revelation chapter 19 is what uh, Joel just very adequately and properly described in short. And remember, we're giving you the short because we ain't got time. We, we, we wish we had the time just to right. sit down and start in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God, uh, that's where it starts proving itself. Right. So, but yeah. Re Revelation chapter 19 is when we return with okay. Jesus. And All he right. returns to the earth. Amen. And, that, and that's the way it works. And you can take it or leave it, but you can look it up for yourself. Okay? Yeah. We're, we're done. We're done with that. Okay. Here's Ezekiel 38. Here's what's going on, guys. This is it. Now the word of the yeah. Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshash, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshash, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shields and helmet. Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togomiah from the far north and all its troops, many people are with you. Prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be guard for them. After many days, you will be visited. In the latter years, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend, coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many people with you. Okay, now that is only the first nine verses. And unfortunately, yeah. we don't have time to cover the rest <laughs> today. Okay, so now look, tonight's show has been a little different. And I understand that. And I apologize for the, like I called it, the sandpaper break there. We're not used to an hour yet. Okay, yeah. but... What we want to get across to you is that time is extremely short. The rapture could literally happen before the show ends tonight. You need to make a decision of whether or not you're going to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And if you choose to put that decision off, if you choose not to make a decision, I have some bad news for you. To do that is to make a decision not to accept Jesus Christ. And when Jesus shouts, you're gonna be here. You're gonna be left behind. And if you happen to have to go through that, I feel for you, I really do, because it's gonna be hell on earth is the only way to describe it. So I hope that you guys will, will join us if we do have a Thursday show. I hope that uh, I hope you join us. I really do. And until then, good night. God bless you.
Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.